Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast, No Filter Podcast. And this week we have a special guest, Angel. Hello. <laughs> and you know the usual, you know, Khalifa. Everybody. <laughs> so for this week, we're going to be speaking on cancer culture. And for those who don't know what cancer culture is, it's basically somebody do something on the internet. They say certain, say certain things, they post certain things. Um, they do certain things and people collectively choose to stop streaming them, stop um, following them, stop supporting them and their craft or whatever they're doing because of what they did, right? And sometimes cancer culture can go back from way, way, from 2003 and bring back from cancer people. A lot of people do that. So basically, that's what we're talking about. And we're talking about the facts say. Should we sup- like separate the artists from their craft? Is it me? So, Khalifa. Yeah, so like generally we've seen we've seen a proliferation of this as of recently. We see it in many artists. We see it with Coralims the other day. We've seen it with Doja. We see it with that that, that makeup guy, James Charles. James, oh my gosh. James Charles, cancel, repeat, cancel, repeat, cancel, repeat so many times. But and a lot of times you see it is like them cancel and them come back and them cancel and them come back. And it it draws a question, what is cancel culture? Um, is it is it serious? Is it important? Is it something that we should be doing? Should it be that we sh- should we take justice into our own hands as a collective world, a collective world on social media? Almost just make people live them life, have freedom of speech, um, impede and whoever whosoever write them want to because it's for them platform. So yeah, so like the we can talk first we can talk about the most recent one. Um I'm pretty sure majority of you know the Megan and Twilight's story. Um Yeah, tell the story, Camilo the story. Yeah. Yeah. So Megan come out um with we found out that Megan got shot. Megan the Stallion got shot. Yeah, Megan the um, Stallion. Yes. Then she finally came out and she said, Oh, yeah, man, a Tory Lames is him shoot me. And everybody's like, Um, you sure? You sure? You sure it's okay? And I think that Emma. Um and then he came out and he said that he did it. And no, he said that he was too drunk. He was drunk. Yes. That's what he said. And yes. then and then he came one day last week. It was last week, I think. Yes, it was Friday. And he said that he'll be dropping something at midnight. And I was laughing when I said, I dropped something like this, an album. No, I thought it was alive in a girl. Yes. Right, I thought it was alive also. Yeah, everybody thought it was alive. So when 12 o'clock come on your ear, said him drop a 17 song album. And we're confused now. We're very confused. I was disgusted. I felt like that was very disingenuous because everyone is waiting here to find out like what's going on and you're going to take advantage financially of something that you did to a woman. That's just so disgusting. Exactly. The peak of patriarchy. Yeah. (laughs) He was literally financing, he was literally um, reaping the rewards of a black woman's trauma. So we are saying Okay, um, so we're saying that it can't be 
that you're going to support this now? Because you're directly, you're directly putting money into this man's pocket for this reason. And then people are going to say, no, um, the song, the song then nice, the album yeah, The nice. song slaps and shit, brother. Why not? not? Even people right. are so, they're so Im- like easily impressed. I'm not, it's not even funny. And the thing about the story is, you know, when Megan first got shot, you know, she never to come out and straight away and say, hey, I was shot. People were speculating that it was Tory Lanez from the, go- the like the get go. You see me? Mm-hmm. And people were speculating a lot of things, right? And then, like, literally, I think it was a couple days, not even a couple days, probably like a week or a week and a half later, she come and she literally said that Tory Lane shot me. She never come out, she never, she never sell him out to the police, she never said anything to the police. The police literally just arrested him based on the fact that it was his gun and the bullet in her foot matched the gun. But she never said anything when it comes on to, yo, Tory Lane was the one that shot me for him to be incriminated. Busy me, and she wallowed out her mouth, and and she realized. Say, she said, literally said into the live in the live because I was on the live, girl. Come a little mixed up. She said, um, you were you're going. I decided to keep my mouth shut and shit, and you're going around and and speaking these bag of lies on me, and then somebody talking lies on me and shit when I was trying to protect you by not calling your name or whatever, whatever. So here, here it is, here it is. Totally shot me. He shot me in my foot, and then she started talking about the situation. And Tory Lanez, his response was, but they drunk. And if I know him, I come out now in the streets and I make song and I say, but how? He never did. The, the thing that really blows my mind is how he was trying to make Megan look like a jealous woman about how, oh, he had a crush on Kylie, but if he wanted me to leave with you, I would have left with you. Like, we all know. That's probably never happened. Like, what? Tory Lanez, you are short. <laughs> you are short. You are a short guy. You have a Napoleon syndrome. You need to stop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. You see, um, I realized a certain thing with short men. They love, they love to compensate with being low. Yeah. And yeah. They, or, or try to be funny or whatever, whatever. But in the song, I never, I never listen. I never listen to the song. When I stream it in about screenshots or on Twitter of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And because I wasn't putting my energy that way to Google lyrics anyway. But I saw the lyrics on Twitter. And the, the man fully said that. Because we know that. Because um, she admitted that she and um, Megan admitted that she and Tory Lanez were, you know, you know, doing the, the fucking. So um, he decided to. He said it's in his, his lyrics that. Um, he was trying to get with Kylie, and basically, um, Megan got jealous, and she started to throw a tantrum, and she took up the gun and whatever, whatever, and <clears throat> and saying that basically it was her fault why she got shot, and then proceeded to say how you got shot in your leg, in your in your foot, but it doesn't touch. You never touch no bones or tendons. I'm gonna say, huh? <laughs> You a doctor. You are a doctor. You're like, okay. okay. But then it's like we're not simply here to dissect Tory names because the man mad obviously and none of sense. But the question is what is wrong with people streaming his music? What is wrong with people streaming his songs? Do do you guys believe that there's anything wrong 
with people streaming his songs and is it okay to separate the art from the artist? It should be. It shouldn't be. Why must I so alright? No, I feel like an angel to talk personal files to the guest. Yeah, go on, angel. Okay. In my opinion, I feel like if you are streaming someone, you are essentially supporting them because you are putting money in his pocket knowing that he did this and that. And it's just like you're supporting him. Basically, if you were if you wanted to separate the art from the artist, you could, I don't know, get it illegally off the internet so that they don't give him any money. <laughs> That's what I do if I don't support somebody. I'm not going to be streaming their music. I'm going to steal yeah. it off the internet and listen to it on my phone. But like, next thing, let me say, like, one thing, one thing, because one thing I believe is that there shouldn't be a separation of artists and their work because essentially it's a, even though sometimes they put up music that doesn't reflect them but if we discover your personality as a human being and it's and it's something that we cannot disagree you know some things they can agree to disagree on but certain things they just yeah. really can't agree to disagree on so as a person you follow up something that all always say yo that's kind of wrong still and you're down for it that's basically you're basically riding that wagon are you doing some you're doing things that are horrible are just inhumane and you're still releasing i'm supporting you i'm putting money in your bank account i'm giving you money basically i'm giving you money to live a lavish life i'm pretty sure if it was a very poor man and he's he's selling his craft on the roadside and people don't like his dirty behavior they're not going to give him any money Zine, them not a supporting thing because what him don't have a good personality. He's awful. Like we see them somewhere all the time when people get bad customer service out here. We tell everybody so the person don't get sales. <laughs> so why is it me must make you as an artist selling selling music because you know so music is a big part of our culture, and it it says a lot about the person that is releasing it. You see me? They want to stay on brand with the thing, and if you really like, for example, tour um when again I'm all forgetting name Arkley. As as soon as I found out that this nigga was a pedophile and it's, and it's true, it's facts, then I immediately stopped listening to his music. I stopped streaming him. Apple Music right. didn't get deleted off my Apple Music. Everything See. because we just realized that this man is sick in his head. Why would exactly. I allow him to get money from me and he is literally doing disgusting things that I personally don't stand for as a person? Why am I going to do that? Right. Yeah, because... You you paying him? You're legit paying him. You streaming music is paying him. And with that being said, you paying somebody is legit saying yo whatever you're doing is okay. If you if you say you don't like me, right? But yet still you put money in my pocket. Is he not care if you say you don't like me? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Other people say they cancel somebody, but they still listen to their music and stream. So it's like you didn't really cancel them. <laughs> They, that's not canceling. You're, that's not. Canceling. You're legit still compensating me for being a racist, for being racist, for being homophobic, for being a pedophile, for be for shooting a black woman. Exactly. You're still compensating me. So I believe desperately that cancel culture has a place in society. It has a proper place in society. Yeah, cancel culture. But things you know, some people do cancel culture in some ways that I cannot fathom. But let's not get there as it. Um, I, I feel like the 
term cancel culture cancel culture it's just it, it doesn't accurately describe what it really is because the way how they say it all the time is just like oh you're just canceling them because you don't like them blah 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 but it's like we're holding people accountable for their actions it, it's not it's not just oh i just get up one day and do like this person and i won't cancel them no we find out that they did something and i want to stop supporting them and if other people want to stop supporting them that's on them i don't think cancel culture is even a real thing that like i think it has a place in a society because um, no one is going to go to prison, go to jail, whatever, for simply being racist, for simply saying something racist, for simply saying something, something um bigoted. So I believe that cancel culture does have a place, but is it essentially a real thing? No, because the people that need to get in their streams, exactly, or some other, they're going <laughs> to wake up tomorrow morning, and majority of the times. You know, there's a big uproar on Twitter, big uproar on Instagram, maybe. Mm. And then the next week, sugar and honey. Exactly. Exactly. Over. So it's like there's no real repercussion. So a lot of times when people get up and they complain about cancel culture and they complain about this, what really are they complaining about? Because the people still getting their royalties. Exactly. Exactly. I remember at the time when, um, the one again, the one of the twin them on Twitter, David Douglas. I think I don't know the name from day one. Who? <laughs> David. David get caught, got called out for being abusive, right? Um, pushing girlfriend out almost around, pushing girlfriend out of the car. Remember something, girl? The girl come forward and she told her story. And he he was he was cancelled by the masses apparently, right? And many of us supporting from day one, so that never really affect me mm-hmm. from the, the get go. Anyways, okay, so you know you know people call you know Twitter famous people you know you know Twitter faves quote unquote Twitter faves. So he was one of those guys, and people were used to following people unfollowing people calling him out i understand because he was an abuser and he was making it he was trying to play the victim so i understand why people were calling him out on on twitter but the reason why he was actually cancelled is because of how he handled the situation after right after the situation and the uproar he decided to deactivate his account Right, and from then on, we don't see David. We don't hear David. We don't David existing. We dead our life. We don't know a girl. But the reason why he was actually cancelled and people forgot and move on, but he must live him free life, you know, because God not cancelled him yet. He's instead of live him life. But the reason why he was cancelled on social media was because he, the way he handled the situation by deactivating, it just make him actually cancelled. But I'm pretty sure if he never cancelled, he never cancelled himself off social media. And was still tweeting, and weeks pass, and people wake up, you know, forget about it. They would have, they would have uncancelled him. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these situations could be solved with a simple, sincere apology. A lot of people they have so much pride, they can't even come and say, you know what, I was wrong, I apologize. No, they just want to uh, do the most on the internet. <laughs> yeah, and, but unlike. And like I think that draws to the question when when is cancel culture too much? 
because the, the same guy, um, somebody could have really argued, and I think some people did, that this happened years ago. Whatever happened with this girlfriend happened years ago. Is it that? No, I pick up in Panda, the situation. We know the situation when his girlfriend happened a couple of years ago, you know, but it's the fact that after the situation, he was playing the victim. He was spreading rumors. He was telling lies. He even went on a, a, a live with Savannah and telling the story, making him look like the victim. Typical man things. And them somebody there. So that's one reason why he was full on, um, fully cancelled. Because I know what you're going to say. Because as an individual, you see me, when we're on Twitter, Twitter, when we're 2012 Twitter, if we still have the account, they made a problematic. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> The things that I used to say on that on that app is certain things that I don't I don't I strongly don't believe now. Mm-hmm. Then because what well, that's what we call growth. growth. I was I was eleven, twelve, thirteen with that account, right? And things that I used to say, but I don't support it. Is it me? Thank God to see the account and decide. Um, I always I deactivated it and you know eventually got deleted. Mm-hmm. But what I said back then is not a reflection of who I am now because I've grown. You see me? Mm-hmm. Between those 13 and 19, I've changed. You see me? Between you being a 23-year-old man and you being 30 now, you see me? Things can happen, you know, but you've grown. Certain things, certain things they can't look over now. You're grown. Mm-hmm. Right. So, person, you always answer my questions before I ask them. <laughs> Anyway, that's what I asking it. So with you know, we go on Twitter and we say this you and we see people drawing things from the past. Not even only on Twitter, but we saw the same Doja Cat situation. People were saying that, yo, whichever um chat room that she was in, she was in it when how many odd years ago, before she was even famous, before people even knew she was she existed. Wait, wait, take a because was it almost years ago? It was literally recently. She was in the chat room. Recent. The same wig. <laughs> the same shirt. <laughs> right. Like she, was, like, she went on live like a week before. And then she went on the chat after she had the live. Because she had on the same I, clothes I, and I, everything. Girl, the same everything. Same everything. <laughs> I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to love that. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> generally. Generally, we've seen many times where people are quote-unquote cancelled. For things that they did how long ago, um, how how disastrous is that? Is this still just the idea of serving justice? Is this preventing growth in humans? Is it that we should have a more socially receptive idea towards these things, or people must just get cancelled and go away? What do you I feel like a lot of times. Somebody they don't like the certain artists and they seek out things that they can cancel them for. And I think that's just very weird. But you know, you have to be held accountable for what you do. So it's like you know, if they grow, if they have grown, they would apologize. So the situation yeah. can be solved. Yeah, yeah. Some 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 situations. All right, let me ask you. Because clearly, this is a, this is like puberty for white Americans. Um, to right. be racist. Um, so 
there's so many artists like Camila Cabello tweeting racist shit when they were like 15, 16, like adolescents for them. Um, and they said that they changed. They're not, they're not the same person that they were um, at that point in their life, right? So yeah, tell me, I'm asking you guys, like, Uno feel as if she, she should be cancelled for the racist things. She, you know, like, you know, like Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star is literally a bug. <laughs> I don't know. Jeffree Star, I don't even know if I call him. Jeffree Star cannot be cancelled. No matter how hard people try to cancel Jeffree Star, Jeffree Star has done awful things. Racist things, rants calling black women some shit. Yeah. Roaches um, and all them something there. Um, um, saying being a, having a whole Nazi makeup, um, clothesline or makeup liner. So one of the two of them, brother, he has done everything on the board. Yeah. Hate him. He has done absolutely everything for people to hate him. Right, but that nigga is not cancelled. Tell me why. Because he's why white. Being cancelled. He's a white man. <laughs> Simply that. That's just the only explanation. He's white. Because like, all right. Wait, look at you know Daniel Caesar. He's a black. He's black. Oh my God. And yeah. he said something very cool. Like he was like, uh, "Black people should get with the winning team." Whatever. Whatever. Some foolishness about how black people are losing and white people are bitter. Yeah. And he got cancelled. He but immediately got cancelled. No That's so funny because he's like, he literally asked to be cancelled. He was like, right. you guys can cancel me if you want to cancel me. And then black people were just like, okay. <laughs> okay, so that's so okay. funny. Like, no one bought his album at all. He flopped so hard. But yeah. it's but what I'm what I'm really trying to get at is how it's so easy for people to cancel black people and women overall. But when it comes to white men, it's like it's nothing. It's like, oh, they've grown. Even though most of the time they're a bit there are grown ass men. Most of the time they're like 25, older than that, when the thing happened. And they're like, oh, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, no. Oh gosh. Um, All right, they know Donald Trump, right? Everybody know that guy. Yeah, anyway. girl, of course. He literally said, "I don't remember." It was a video of him saying, "Um, I'll grab her by the pussy." Yeah, yeah. that video, and he has done way worse things. He has supported things against black people. He has done couple other things. The man not even paid tax. Girl. You see me? Um, and. I'm pretty sure if a black man doesn't pay tax, IRS is at his front gate. Anyway, but he literally said Gabriel by the pussy, which is quite offensive. It's disgusting to say as a as a man, not even a president, but as a human being yeah. to objective men like that. And guess what? Literally a couple days after O'Quint, it's gone. He was not he was not dragged enough for it for me. I, I like, you don't even have to go for I feel like the thing with Donald Trump is that everyone expects things like that from him. They're not surprised. They're like, oh, that's just Donald Trump. But oh, that's oh, called they that's they're so blase about everything he says. They're, they're desensitized completely to anything he will say. So and I think it's so odd. We don't have to go far because you know, Obama was just there, he was the president. And 
if Obama did said was oh. half of the man, how much money? They would have lynched. He would have been lynched. They would have killed him. One time, Barack Obama wore a tan tuxedo. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and they dragged him on every news news station, every news channel known to man. <laughs> CNN, BB, everybody, Fox. Right. Fox. <laughs> They dragged the man for wearing a tan tuxedo. But they can't do it enough for Tommy Lauren, for for Donald Trump, and for people like that. They're not dragging, they're not dragging or quote unquote canceling these people enough for me. They're not Look at when Kevin Hart. Let me just drop this one last one. Look when Kevin Hart did say, um, um, couple years back in a stand up, I'm pretty sure a couple month like stand ups back in the day yeah. would be people fuming because at least I say words like faggots and him somewhere in their stand up. Dave Chappelle, Chris Tucker, um, Chris Rock, all them people there. But, anyways, um, Kevin Hart said in his stand up that um, he wouldn't want his son to be gay, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I heard about that one and. And he, and he was people find the tweet, but not find the find the find stand up, and bring because he was about to um host the Oscars, Oscars yeah, he's about to host the Oscars and he I think he was the first black man too I'm not I'm not sure, but anyway he was about to host the Oscars, and the people didn't find the information. I mean it's so convenient for them. They found the information of him. And what he said that he doesn't want a gay, he prefers his basically you know, he prefers saying son though gay, right? And then bring it and then cancel him, quote unquote, cancel Kevin Hart. Make him, him, him say, him say, him not apologize because the thing is, you know, he has apologized previously many times for that one rap video. He can't take it down, it's on the internet, he can't take it down. He said he has apologized multiple times for that one video, what he said in that video. Right, mm-hmm. and people are still saying that they want the next apology. Genuinely, he said, "True, like God know, God go with come and I'll go because he's saying not apologize because he's tired of apologizing." So is it's is it is it that we're comfortable with an apology for what people say back in the day? Because people can't we can't deny that people can't. Are we comfortable with an apology from them? I will just move on. I feel like because of the nature of what she of what he said, what he said was very violent. He said he would take um the dollhouse or whatever and hit the child against his head if his child was gay. That was very violent of him to say. And I feel like as the wrongdoer, it is his duty to apologize no matter how many times. Because you were the one who was wrong. Um, but I also think that that brings that brings into the toxic part of cancer culture. Um, cancer culture is very carceral. Um, it's unforgiving. It's punishing. Well, if it's done in its truest sense, it would be unforgiving. It will punish. It would be permanent. And as I've said many times, it raises the question: When is it that we forgive people? 
when is it that as a society we recognize that people can evolve and that people can grow because if you go bring up that for Kevin Hart um how many years ago I want to bring it up every single time even though every single time I bring it up he apologizes how do you expect growth growth as a society because majority of us you know not all we're not going to the all word majority of us said things when we were younger that were trash so there should be a point in time where we can agree that cancer culture has to be more than just saying yo you're, you're done with your career is over we don't support you there has to be a time where we can um admit that say yo, people grow people grow up and people views change so yeah um, I remember I saw a tweet. I wanted to say this from you. Did bring up Daniel Caesar? I saw a tweet the other day that was saying, um, "When black women cancel, them cancel." Yeah. But like when it comes to men and white women, it it's not that serious because to be honest, if you look at Tory Lane, Tory in his what am I again? What is that? His audience. His audience is mostly black men, and what we know about men, black men, men in general, they don't hold men accountable. <laughs> men accountability, wow. it's non-existent. So you know there was this, there was a big argument about separating the art from the artist. When it wasn't simply that they want to separate the art from the artist, it was simply that yo accountability is non-existent, non-existent for black men. Why would they hold somebody accountable? They don't care. They don't care. What I realize is a lot of men they're more identified with their male friends and will pick up more for their male friends than to admit that their friend had done something wrong. Honestly, it's like I don't I don't understand why you can't just admit that this person is wrong and move on. Move on. They feel like it's attacking their masculinity when you call out another male. And it's so weird to me. Because when when a woman is called out, I don't think like it's attacking my femininity. So I don't understand why they're like that. You see things, you know. Or like overall, I think people are not in favor of accountability. Right? I think overall people have an issue with accountability. Not especially, especially men. Right? Because, man, you know, the whole thing, the society don't like hold man accountable to nothing. So them themselves not hold themselves accountable to nothing. You see me? So when it comes down to the Tory Lanez thing, he's not holding himself accountable, right? And the men that are listening to his music are tweeting, oh, my God, this song slaps, bro. Oh, my gosh, I had to listen. And a couple days back, they were like, oh, protect black women. In what... <laughs> Oh my gosh, conditions apply. Right. Because a song when drop can literally let you change your mind so quickly. And I think black people are way too impressed by the bare minimum. And because literally all he did was drop a couple songs and not even addressing the situation like a man should. Like a man should. Like any decent human being should let's take gender off of it like any decent human being should he did not do that he i don't know who i'm who i'm publicist or whatever but clearly everybody don't spend a category there you see me and he come and he drop the music and 
there was there was literally no accountability, just vibes. It was just it was just him being a toxic male. And and none of the brothers, them in the in the in the were streaming music or whatever, listening to his his music or whatever, tweeting on on Twitter or on Instagram are holding him accountable. I literally since the whole situation I can count the amount of man me say on the timeline holding Tory Lanez accountable after the song dropped because everybody's like some men were on Megan's side before you know and then after the situation after the music dropped them changed them them changed them wig them changed them bang and you say when when is it that you guys can actually stand for something and stand in it for everything and sending it in all shades and sizes and in, in all situations because clearly protecting black women and protecting women, especially black women, um, clearly doesn't sit well with them. The most of money black the night there. I, I remember I just went and I decided I was going to argue, I was going to scream, I was going to ball, I was going to anybody made it say did I defend him too tough, black, black. Black. What really blew my mind is how when Megan came out and said that um Torlene shot her, they were like, Megan is a snitch. Like, what? Megan is the victim. She's the victim. And it's so sick that you think that as a woman, she should be protecting a man who hurt her. It's so sick to me. Yes. Yes, yes. You know, so the thing is, thank you for bringing that up. You know what the thing is? People love to ask black women and love to tell black women to be strong. And that's a one thing right. when I rate, you know. As a black woman myself, them always love to tell black women to remain strong or be strong or whatever. So clearly, them do want to take the gunshot and close their mouth and put their eyes on it and move on with their life. They didn't and, you want know, her to snitch. They didn't want her to quote unquote snitch. They never want her to talk. Because they wanted her to remain strong and right. suffer. And what what made it so bothering to me was the woman literally said that the reason she never come out at first is because she wanted to protect him. It's because she wanted to be that strong black woman that you guys have been forcing all of us to be. That's that's the exact reason why she never come out. And she realized, say, yo, it's pretty, he's pretty much he wasn't slandering her name directly, but he's lying. He's lying. So the protection needs to stop because he's lying. If we could have gone in a big, big apartment, big penthouse, and just shut him out, but he wasn't doing that. So she said, "Yo, the protection needs to stop." So she come out, she come out of her shadows and say, "Yo, and this she- one." Then we're going to turn on her and say, "Yo, you're a snitch." After she was trying to protect, protect him. Yo, now you're a snitch, which she cannot be because snitching has to be has to do with you know your gang members. Megan right. isn't in any gang with anybody. To be a snitch, you have to be an accomplice. When it comes to the accomplice, she's the victim. Six nine is a, a snitch. Megan isn't a snitch. She was a exactly. victim. She was a victim. So now Yago said Yago said she's a snitch after she was protecting this man. And you see it, as you said, a lot of times black women we feel like say this is our moral obligation to protect these men. And you know, it's we want yeah. that. We don't want a separation. We don't want the movement to be decisive. So many times we we protect each other, male to female, male to female, man to woman, woman to man. We protect each other. But we realize that a lot of this time, the protection, all it do is mess mess we up. 
there's no mutuality. And not only that, but we just have to take the bullets in our own chest. Exactly. I feel like black men are too cuddled. They are excused for everything that they do. And it's like, oh, no, um, they get targeted. Like, no, they're not the only ones being targeted. Black women are being targeted also. We are fragile also. We are not this, the strongest person in the world. We can hold everybody pain from our back. We have pain too. So you can't tell me as a woman to me to go and protect every black man in the world when they're not trying to protect me. They're not trying to protect me. At all. Oh my gosh, at all. Men, black men haven't been doing what they're supposed to. Men haven't been doing what they're supposed to when it comes on to um, protecting black women. And in conclusion, because we're only there are one percent girls. <laughs> um, but one thing I have to say um, is that I strongly believe that cancer culture it is it is true it is it is it has its pros and its cons obviously but it does have a fair place in our society it does have something it, it's on to something but it's not always executed in the manner it should right it has a place um i strongly believe that there should not be a separation between artists and this craft because we can't support people that stand for certain things that just don't sit well with us for example racism um being a predator abusing and then somebody some you can't you can't there's certain things we can't just disagree upon brother so as as a person that was supporting you i no longer support you because you are doing inhumane things you are saying things that are overall disgusting you are a horrible person so i'm not supporting anything that's coming from your hand anything that is coming from your mouth or anything that has anything to do with you and that's some per mm-hmm. and also as a celebrity you are an influencer a lot of times we say that we throw that word alone loosely but you are an influencer there are people who they they look to you they they look to what you have to say they look to what you do so now turn out say you racist turn out that you're a rapist turn out that you you are all this you're you're influencing whether you you want to or not you are influencing the rest of the world i don't want that so you're cancelled i'm not on fear angel you having the last word I just I just wanted to say that I think that cancer culture is very much needed because a lot of people need to be called out for the things that they do. A lot of these people are hiding things that we don't know about that are very despicable and deplorable and they need to be brought to light. And that's on And thank you, Angel, for tuning in and joining us for our podcast this week. You're welcome. Girl has friends and girl was spitting. Anyway, guys, so tune in next week to our new our next podcast next week, guys. My phone is at one person that's a me I wrote So I hope you guys are staying in quarantining, stay safe, mask over your nose and then something there. And always hope people are comfortable. Even your friends, especially your friends. So, even your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your guy friend, everybody friend, everybody, your mother, your papa, everybody. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Bye. Bye.